Hey everybody, guess what? Today feels a little summer like, right? Not even summer. Early spring, spring. weather breakish, whatever may have you. And I know, especially for the ladies out there, because this is especially for you, you know, it's time for you to get some new clothes. Let's do it. Um, you know, everybody's wearing Fashion Nova, no. And on top of that, Rainbow just ain't the way to go all the time. So that's why we're here. Today's show is actually sponsored by Kalubi. Let's bring some joy into your life into your wardrobe with one of a kind style. Hot girl song may be over, but that doesn't mean you can't look fly. You deserve something new and fresh to wear. Look no further than Kalubi. That's right. Kalubi is an amazing brand that features funky, fashion-forward styles with a modern Afrocentric twist for everyone. And they just debuted new colors of their athleisure leggings line called Faraha for the fall. Faraha means joy, and that's what you will feel in these one-of-a-kind printed leggings. These leggings are great for yoga, running, and just relaxing around the house. Kalubi's goal is to keep you looking cool. Oh, but wait, there's more exclusively for our listeners. If you use coupon code WRYH2020 upon checkout, you will get an additional 10% off your first order. That's right. Be sure to check out um, at Kalubi underscore official on Instagram and Twitter and go to www.evelynkalubi.com and get yourself something new, something one of a kind today because you deserve. Yes, you do deserve. That's www.evelynkalubi.com. Go and get you some. And don't forget to use that checkout code WRYH2020 to get 10% off. Let them know Lonnie and Marla sent you. That's right. That's right. And now it's time for us to get into this show. Let's do it. upon a time there was a young young um visionary um one that was fighting for equal rights okay megan luther king um she once had a saying and said i'm a savage (laughs) (laughs) nancy bougie ratchet i can't with you i think it was classy i you know I, I I channeled my inner Megan. Megan Luther, really? Megan Luther the King. I can't. Um, and I, I channeled it, and <laughs> I just I had you know to show her love and appreciation. Uh huh. Um, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Since we've been here. Did you miss us? Did you? Did you really? Did you? You can let us know. We you can tell the truth, child. Right. Nobody's gonna judge you for telling us the truth. Right. I mean, if you didn't, you can say that too. You you know. But something tells me that you did. I, that's what I heard. I heard you did. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to another installment of uh, um, how do I put this properly? Ensuring that sense is still common. Yeah, even though it's it's not so common and y'all show it daily. 
Um, welcome to Common Sense 215. Uh, welcome to peering down my spectacles at you begrudgingly 213. Welcome to Birth Control 120. Oh, shit. Um, also, welcome to the condom that should have been flush. This is a little show that we question the mind and the intellect of those daily with one simple phrase who raised you hoes um today i am zaya wade you you better fucking work okay acknowledge the queen um it's i'm tired y'all but we're gonna make it we're gonna make it marlon's a little marlon this week i'm gonna give him who can I make Marlon this week? Because I think just Marlon needs to just retire. <laughs> um, Bitch! Y'all see this disrespect? Do you hear this shit? It's time for a new intro name. Whatever. I've given you new ones for the past three episodes. But you're going to get a new one today. Okay, great. Well, <laughs> hopefully y'all didn't hear that in the back. <laughs> anyway. Marlon is one of some neighbors. Uh, I think I'm going to name him today. Today you're going to be TJ Henderson. TJ Henderson. Yes, TJ Henderson is who you are today. And welcome back. Did you miss us? Y'all better have. Did you, for real? Stop running. You know, last week we had an eventful weekend. Yeah. And it led to us being in the city overnight. And I just was like, you know what? I was tired. I'm like, child, we're going to take a week off. Because, <laughs> baby, I was tired. I was nowhere near prepared to Listen, record. It was just, it was a thing. It wouldn't have been right. But we back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. There's a lot that has been missed and a lot to discuss. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Cause y'all know how to act. Marlon is here. He's already agitated. So <clears throat> let's go on ahead. Um, you feel that le- that feeling in your leg, child? Oh, it's terrible. You, you should pull the toilet tissue. Ago. Pull it, and you gotta preserve nowadays, as you know, toilet tissue and Lysol. Hmm. It's sold out everywhere. <laughs> um, it's time for scroll on. Hmm. Make sure you flush when you're done, sis. So. Well, this week is about being petty. Um, slightly with a few stories. I feel like this might be fun. Mm-hmm. It's about that time. So you have options, Marlon. Options. Mm-hmm. So do you want to discuss? Oh, sidebar. Before we even get into the ratchetness of today's show, there's one thing I wanted to touch base on really fast. Um. A video came across my timeline and it did nothing but tear at my heartstrings. Mm. Like, it's very rare for me to feel something. I feel sorry for some of you people. Um, but this one in particular, I had no choice since this was a baby. Um, it was a video of a hairdresser where she was talking to this little girl. Yeah. And the little girl said, literally looked in the camera because she was on live and she was retwisting her locks and she said, I'm so ugly. And 
she's the hairdresser said no don't say that like you're not uh, like you're not ugly she had to go immediately because she broke out into tears she had to go into immediately reaffirming her of her looks and her features and it's it all start. I say it all the time it starts at home yeah and this is one of those things where it really starts at home you have to speak up your kids for personal appearance it must be done because yeah. the world is so cruel kids are already cruel as hell but they have no match for the world and what they have to say in their thoughts it's unfiltered so unfiltered uncensored and they do not care if it's a child now mind you this little girl is so gorgeous oh. and she thought she was so ugly and it just it did nothing but break my heart because I'm like she couldn't have been no more than like five. Right. And that was the part that killed me. I'm like, this is a little girl. And for her to have that perception of herself at five is Actually, crazy. I'm lying because they said she's four. She, okay, so four or five. But for her to have that perception of herself right now is alarming, it's disheartening, but what the, the hairdresser said was totally, totally correct. She's a gorgeous chocolate little baby. Beautiful forehead. Out of here. Right, she's like, you see them dimples? I don't even have dimples. I'm like, I got dimples low. I don't have them in my cheeks. I have them around my lips, but right. I don't have them in my cheek. Girl, I'm like, do you not know how beautiful you are? Right. Like, you must not know, but I'm gonna tell you why you're beautiful. Hmm. Okay. Um, I want to have a quick, um, a quick scolding session with y'all. Um, I did see the video of Oprah falling while on stage. Hmm. Now, um, while in the middle of, in the midst of y'all's laughter, let's please keep in mind this is a sixty, a woman that's in her sixties. So falling at that age can hurt. Yeah, a lot. It takes a lot to rebound. She's not like one of us that could fall and get right back up and act like nothing happened. No, this is the woman in her sixties. That could damn near put her in the in the actual stages of needing hip surgery, having mm-hmm. to take steroids. It's a whole plethora. Of things that could go wrong. If we gotta laugh at it, y'all need help. Um, So, well, um, do you. uh, How do I do this properly? Let's see. Here it comes. Here it comes. Open your mouth, baby. Here it comes. Oh, no. Um, So, my, my iconic standing. And status has led me to this story. Um, I introduced myself today as I Wade for a reason. Because mama worked that red carpet. Listen. In that green tux. Where were they even at? They were at the Truth Awards. Okay. What is that? Um, hmm. That's actually a good thing to, talk, to find out. Because I saved where they asked them about living in one's truth. It was, um, they actually received an award. I think Zaya. No, I don't think they received an award. Oh, okay. The Truth Awards was created to recognize and highlight the accomplishments of the black LGBTQ community and its allies. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and I think they were honoring Gabrielle and Dwayne because of their ally work when it comes to Zaya and wanting to learn more and how to be proper allies which some of y'all can take history lessons in or take a crash course because mm. some of y'all bitches need it. But mama, let me tell you something. Mama was sitting there. Okay. She was she was giving it to you. Right. She was she was serving. She Listen. had questions for the she had answers for the questions. Mama was giving it to you at the Truth Awards. I love it. 
okay? And y'all will have no choice but to deal with her iconic standing as coming into her right. Hmm. Um, I see pose in her future. Mm. I see something great. I see greatness in Zaya. Mm-hmm. Um, I stand already. I'm starting to stand for the stand club. Listen. Um, I, I just see greatness. I see y'all still be impressed about her making decisions at 12 that you wish that you made at that same age. Sure. But here we are, and you're in your 30s and 40s and hating people for living in their truth because you didn't. Listen. But here we go. I'm not going down that rabbit hole because you know I get triggered really fast. I just love Zaya. She did all me for well, while we're at, speaking of Zaya, let's talk to her number one. Let's talk about her number one criticizer. Okay, uh, not Here we are. Um, the fuck, Boosie got going on now. Well, there's a few things that we've missed. Okay. When it comes to um, little bussy badass, <laughs> my, shout out to my old Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> um, he one his mama had got on his case about everything that he had been saying about Zaya. His own mama. And his mama said, told him to stay out of people's business mm. following his comments on Zaya Wade. Mm. Now, this is coming from your mama telling you to mind your damn business. She got some sense. <clears throat> so where the hell he get that nonsense from? His dad? You know, he totes. They can't help themselves. Okay. So, apparently, yesterday, Boosie was handcuffed and taken into police custody in South Carolina. Ain't the Lord just wonderful? Um, it was unclear at that time what exactly happened. He went on his Instagram to explain what happened. Mm-hmm. But um, he was able to make the performance he was supposed to have in South Carolina, but they didn't specify exactly what they found or what he was arrested for. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes the devil is busy, but not busy enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So let's just pray for the worst and hope for the best. Oh, wow. um, and I know we don't do that. So from Boosie, let's take a trip over to the baby. <clears throat> There's a video that surfaced online, and I guess it was a fan that had a flashlight in his in his face mm. a little bit too much. Y'all know how y'all stands do when y'all see a celebrity and y'all get starstruck and y'all be doing the utter fucking most when you see them and not acting like they're a normal fucking person like you. This person had the flashlight, I'm gonna demonstrate, in Boosie's fit in his face like this. You're in a nightclub, all you see is somebody with a flashlight in your face like this. So what are you gonna do? Swat it out the fucking way, what are you doing? She slapped the shit out of that girl. <laughs> and he apologized, um, saying that he felt bad because it was a female on the other side of the camera. But it does take away from the fact that y'all love doing too much. Now, I'm not saying he's right in the situation because he's dead wrong. But in the same sense, y'all love doing too fucking much. How could he even see? Because you was flashing it in my face in like a nice amount of daylight. And it still was wearing me out. Mind you, this was inside of a club. Right. So I know he couldn't see shit beyond that damn light, especially with it being all in his face. Child. So he went on his Instagram to issue an apology to the woman. Um, you are, Stay tuned. There's going to be a lawsuit. Um, I'm telling you now, it's the truth. Anytime a rapper does something like this, what ends up happening? They're going to get sued. And my thing is, I'm beginning to think that y'all doing this shit on purpose. Yeah, you're doing it on purpose because you want a lawsuit. 
And what ends up happening anytime a rapper gets sued and they can't they can't sit here and try and claim their innocence, they settle out of court. You end up with a check. <sighs> so um, let's take a trip into as the pedophiles turn. <sighs> okay, watch the title. Okay. Um, as the pedophiles turn, let's get into it. Um, <laughs> um, I don't want anybody in my mentions trying to drag me to this story because mm. I really don't give a shit. So I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna report it, and y'all are gonna deal with it. And that's just on period. <laughs> um, one Kenneth Petty. Here we go. Who's Kenneth Petty? Here we go. Who's Kenneth Petty? Mr. Petty. Who is Mr. Petty? Nicki Minaj's husband. There you go. That's the one day son. Well, um, as in their sprint to the altar, they forgot to make one very vital stop. They forgot before going to the Justice of the Peace, uh-huh. they forgot to go to actually report Mr. Petty as a sex offender in the state of California. Now, how does one miss that little tidbit? Who knows? Because Mr. Petty was arrested and was released on $20,000 bond. Now, the um, of course, he was arrested for failure to basically report uh, reported as a sex offender. Right. Um, I believe also from the updates that they gave on the actual headline, um, he forgot. Yeah, he um, they said to dismiss the case. However, he still faces federal charges. Now, I believe one of the penalties in the case he had to actually forfeit his passport, so he can't travel abroad right now. Okay. Um, but of all the things that you forget to do. The one thing that you were actually incarcerated for, you forgot to actually file in the state of California as a sex offender. Which is why it's not giving me I forgot. You didn't forget. You didn't want to. You can't forget that. You can't because in whenever you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with anybody that's a sex offender. When you are listed as a sex offender, meaning you did a sexual crime to, it could be a minor, it could be to an adult, you don't know. But in this case, we know for a fact it was a minor. Mm. Now, you have to register in the state as a sex offender and you have to go around like the, everyone in the neighborhood must be alerted that there's a sex offender yeah. in the um, actual area. So they take so they basically are here and understand that your child or you might be in vital danger just in case this person does show that behavior again. It's kind of like a little leeway. Um, but with all said money that Onika has and as many things as you've paid for, because Lord knows he ain't got nobody's money, um, you forget to register as a sex offender in the state of California where you reside, because Nikki's been living in California for years. You forget to register. You forget. Now look at you. Now look at your dummy. <laughs> now and look at you. Passportless. Can't leave the state. Can't go no damn where. But stay at home, I mean, you know, stay at home, place you don't pay rent, pay a mortgage. Well, um, well, I think it's time to talk about the thing. Um, I've been 
utterly appalled at y'all's reaction to coronavirus. It's appalling. It's sickening. And y'all need prayer. The one that gets me, that kills me, and this is the one that slut shames and I can't stand it. Hmm. Oh, HIV has been around for over, like, has been around for uh, for over a de- like decades, and y'all still refuse to wear a condom. They announced coronavirus. Everybody was put on a face mask. And they don't work. Oh my god! I really wish y'all would do your research on this. I really wish you would. It does not work. You're actually putting contaminated air back into your actual mouth and nose. And the coronavirus is small enough to penetrate that mask. So, it, sis, what are you doing? The only time you should be wearing that mask is if you are, if you actually have a confirmed case. That's the only time you should be wearing that mask. And even then, you should still be at home. Self-quarantine. That's normally what happens. You do not know. You will lose more people to the flu than you'll lose to coronavirus. The flu is more common and more deadly than coronavirus. Yes, it's killed tens of thousands of people. Y'all have canceled South by Southwest. <laughs> You've also canceled another festival. And I already said it and marked my words. Coachella is next. <laughs> and Coachella is the most expensive one. <laughs> Watch. If they cancel Coachella, girl. And then, like, y'all killing me going out here and buying out all of the hand sanitizer and hand soap and all this other bitch. shit. Bitch. Y'all some nasty bitches, because that means that y'all weren't doing this shit to begin with. Not to mention, bitch, I could, I am an Uber driver, Uber and Lyft. I could not find a fucking ounce of fucking Clorox wipes. I could not find a Clorox wipe. I couldn't find hand sanitizer. What kills me is y'all went and purchased all of the motherfucking Clorox wipes. The actual cleaner <coughs> was right next to it. And it's still in stock. The actual cleaner, the one that's actually more potent than the Lysol wipes. Y'all bypass that to get that. Make it make sense, beloved. I want y'all to get it together. Y'all making jokes about the shit. Y'all sitting here being prejudiced toward Asian pe- Asians. Oh, the xenophobia is just terrible. Y'all really need to. Do- oh, y'all. Oh. Like, y'all are being fucking horrible. That video of that guy on the train wanting dude to move away from him. And sprayed him with fucking Lysol. What the fuck is y'all? ain't got no home training. None. And this man is doing nothing but trying to get to his destination. Nothing. And y'all doing the damn most. Trash. T-Rash. Just as I thought. Trash. Y'all terrible. Grow up. Mass hysteria for something that y'all... Let's let's, let's move on. Yes, let's talk about... While we're in toxic land, let's continue to die further. (laughs) Um... I particularly love Sky from Black Ink Crew, but I think this is the lowest thing that she's ever done. Um, in the show, she um, she confronted one of her son's dads, which is her her youngest, and it came out that dads had stole from like Walmart or something, Walmart, Walgreens, I forget which one, and she basically has, and he also stole from her. Don't know exactly what was stolen from her, but I'm assuming it was money. Mm-hmm. He might have swindled to himself, or I don't know. But everybody knows this one cardinal rule every black mama got. Don't you steal from me. Don't you steal. They hate liars and they hate these. That is the one quick way for a black mama to sit here and cut you off. 
Real quick. Real quick is still from them. So Sky got into her feelings while they were recording Black Ink Crew, and it led to an altercation with her and her son. Um, and mm. she yelled obscenities such as, "I no, I don't want you. Your father don't want you. Nobody wants you. I should have swallowed you." She said this to her son. Now, from my understanding, she had also, because of that whole um, blow up, they suspended her from production for like a few weeks. Mm. For I, of course, anytime something like that happens, they suspend them from production. And it also hurts their money they get from recording. Mm. Now, I, the severity of how she handled it was a bit extreme because at the end of the day he's still technically a kid like though yes he's graduated from he's graduated from high school I think he's in college now mm-hmm. but it, it, it was uncalled for yeah but you know it's a little vicious we've heard worse at Thanksgiving dinner <sighs> I mean am I right or am I right and the next story okay um <laughs> Also, while we were speaking of the more people dying from the flu, the Golden State Warriors, um, excuse me, physician specified that Stephen Curry has the flu, but he has no specific risk factors for coronavirus. So he was originally scheduled to come back to playing um, the basketballs on the at the beginning of the month, but it got delayed until closer to the end of this month because he has the flu. Um. Let's just hope he gets better. So y'all just don't believe in HIPAA violations? You just gonna put this man's business out there like that? No, it's an official statement. Okay, gotcha. I was about to say. It's an official statement. Y'all get just real, just a little too loose with this shit. Like, chill the fuck out. No, 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 no. I bullshit you not. It's an okay. official statement. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but like, still. Now, let's get to the nitty gritty patitty. Okay, before I wanna... Okay, before we get to that story because it's a little drawn out, I have two that I need to cover. It, actually, I have three more in this stop, and then I'm done. Okay. Um, one is going to be quite triggering for you. Actually, two are going to be quite triggering. Oh. Um, so let's get trigger one out of the way. Um, Arizona State House passes bill banning transgender female athletes from playing school sports. I'm ready to go. Um, it's coming out. This is from the Shade Room. They said, um, after hours of debate, the Arizona House of, Rep- of Representatives passed a new bill that is signed into law would ban transgender female athletes from participating in school sports. The Save Women's Sports Act, which introduced by Republican Representative Nancy Bartow, would require interscholastic and um, intramutual sports sponsored by educational institutions to explicitly designate sports as for male or female based on the student's biological sex. This bill is about fairness. That's it. What is fair on the field, the court, the track, and in the pool. The bill would apply to K-12 community college um, universities, female teams. So what so... Mm. Here's the problem. Mm. Talk about it. What are y'all trying to say? I, I would love to know that. 
That's all. Because my thing is, it sounds like you're targeting. Well, no, I can't even say that because I'm, I'm thinking about a couple of things as it pertains to like women's squads and stuff like that. Well, my thing is, so what would you, what would you have them do exactly? Mm-hmm. You have transgender women playing on a men's team. So now not only are you degrading and uh, dismissing their gender, you are throwing them into possibly harmful situations. Trans men, do you what what would you have them do? So you're also specifying because we want to more so focus on their sexual identity at birth. Does that mean that someone that might have already had the genitalia corrective surgery that they would be forced to play Hmm. with boys? Now, we're not sitting here talking the regular world or anything of the sort. We're talking immature grade schoolers. Not even gonna just I'm gonna specify everything into one. Because we know how cruel kids are. And let's just so let's just say this is Arizona we're talking about, might I add, you have people that identify that may not have the corrective surgery. They might still have they may still appear to look how they were born, like the sex that they were born to. So you're telling me you're because of being fair. Hmm. Not fair to the actual person that may identify as opposite sex. Right. You're being fair to the actual players. So you're going to force this woman to play with men because she was born a male because you're being fair. So what if this woman that wants to transition to men, wants to transition to a man, wants to play with the women still? Because what if they're non-binary but they just happen to be trans? There's so many, there's so many lanes here. It's lanes. Yep. But who? But the main question I have is who is this fair to? I would love to know. Nobody. Who is it fair to? Nobody. Who? Because it's not fair to the kid. It's not. Nope. What? So you can feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? So and the you parents can... and everybody else can feel more comfortable. Because it's cheating. Oh, but that but she was born a male, and that's not fair. Cause look, Katie, she plays all the time. Mm. But y'all would want to go ahead and put little Catherine in just because she was born Calvin, you know? And you all think it's fair. And then I with this thing, it's what they were. God made no mistakes. Oh, my head is hurting. Meanwhile, bitch, mean fucking while you are enjoying shellfish, you go to church in skirts, in a skirt in some fucking hills. I'm pretty sure you cheating on your fucking man. And oh, yes, and you probably lust after your friend's man. But here the fuck we are, and you're worried about what somebody might identify as. Bitch, get a fucking life. It's not fair. It's not fair. Mm-mm. How the hell is that fair? Make that make sense. Who is it fair to for the comfortability of you? Because it's not fair to the kid. Period. Mm. It's not fair to the child. 
at all to put them through that type of humiliation. Oh, but you were assigned. But basically, since you were born a male, you need to be playing with the men. Mm-hmm. That don't make no damn sense. None whatsoever. But yeah, y'all sound stupid. Um, one more thing. Um, so comedian Corey, Ho- um, excuse me, Holcomb went on and speak to a cur- of curvier women, and and I quote: "When big girls cough, they run men away." Stand fat phobia. I can't. It irks my spirit because it takes a lot. Of, it basically takes a lot for a woman to be comfortable in her skin. Anybody in general, not just women. Anybody to be comfortable in their skin. I know his ass ain't talking. Okay. Yep. Him. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, he's the one that was talking. First of all, Go, talk about it. As cliche as it sounds, I'm gonna preface it by saying this: beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Boom. Everybody that I think is attractive, you don't think is attractive, and he's vice a, versa. This is facts, facts, sir. Okay, so we'll start there. I'll take it a step further, sir. Why are you going through all this bullshit about how fat women, as you so ungraciously put it, don't look good, ain't attractive, blase, skippy woo-woo. Let me take a second to realize what I said the first time, your statement, and then go look at shows like My 600 Pound Life. How many of those women have you seen single? None, bitch. Damn near none of them. None. They all have a part. You want to know why? Because they are beautiful to someone. They're beautiful regardless. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you got your preferences and all that bullshit. I know people want to do shit for laughs and shits and giggles. But, like, dude, get your old Brillo pad motherfucking dirty SOS looking motherfucker. Get your ass out of here. Like, stop. It'd be the ugliest motherfuckers that got the biggest shit to say. If you have not had a career since BT's comedy, when BT said that comedy show way back in the day. 
if you have not had a career since Comic View, I suggest you shut your dumb ass the fuck up. Because nobody's seen you. Nobody has you in nobody's specials. You might have been on Comedy Central, but that's as far as you're going to go. And for you to sit here and be a, first of all, be a husky black man and have the nerve to Sorry. comment on the beauty of a big girl. You're not husky. You're fat. And it's okay. And life will go on. <laughs> it's all right. Like, and life will go the entire fuck on. Y'all need to... First of all, y'all need to stop trying to shit on fat people. Please. You really do. This fat people been winning. Like, y'all really just need to just fucking stop. Do I need to do my T.S. Madison City Bounce? <laughs> get, get into it. 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 I got, I got titties like that. <laughs> she got titties. Uh, I can't. Next. Oh. Oh. I said I was going to trigger you. So... We have one last story to go over, and this one is going to be a while. Let's start. Oh, shit. Independent, nobody helping. The label, the first label that I'm signed to, both my labels is independent labels. Y'all on there? Y'all with me? Independent. Ain't nothing. All that big labels, all that shit. Artists doing, I'm right there rolling with them, but I'm on an independent label. But I got all the freedom to do what I be wanting to do. All right, now let's talk about where it started going wrong. No, Rock Nation is my management, I'm not signed to Rock Nation as a label. So just one more time because I see some new people asking new questions. I'm signed to two independent labels. And I do what I want to do. They following the Megan Thee Stallion train. Keep up with that. You see, no one don't want me to put out no music. And I've been seeing a lot of little sh- internet. Okay. Because at the 
that you're really doing right, and you really pray, and you really believe in the Lord, and you know you ain't did nothing wrong, <laughs> you know you ain't did nothing wrong, can't nobody touch you. It be your own people. So, for those of you that don't understand what just happened, let me elaborate a little further on what exactly took place while we were not here, even for the people that are not familiar with the inter workings of the music industry. Mm. Megan Thee Stallion signed a beginner's contract to her label, 1501 um, Entertainment, who was headed by Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford is also the ex-fiance of Evelyn Lozada from Basketball Wives. Now, Megan Thee Stallion is not just signed to 1501. She has a distribution deal with 300 group, well, Music Group. So that's how Megan Thee Stallion got her beginning. Now, if you all have been, if you haven't been sleeping under a rock since 2018, Megan Thee Stallion has been a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it started with Big Old Freak, and then afterwards, that following year, she put out Fever, which was right. last summer, and now she just put this one out. So. Um, Megan has gone on to sue 1501 to try and renegotiate her contract, but she also did something smart as well from the lawyers. They put in um, an order for a restraining order to stop them from putting out, stop her from trying to put out music. Now, both Carl and Jay Prince was another person that also is one of the heads over 1501, has said that Megan is not telling the truth and that they've done nothing but support her since literally she signed that contract. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people also looking at it from the side of the coin that Megan still has not delivered an album as of yet. She has put out thus far three EPs. Mm. Tina Snow, Fever, and now Sugar. Now, she they went to court. A judge um, denied them to lift the restraining order. She was able to put out Sugar and also to give us the um, bitch music video as well. So she now has the music out. It's called Sugar. It's no talk of whether she's going to stay with 1501 or whether she is looking for a new, a new label home, which at this point would be Rock Nation. Now, let's talk about it. A lot of times, a lot of these artists will go into these record labels with big dreams. Yeah. And they're thinking already in their head what's going on. Well, Megan laid out the exact details of her contract, per se. Mm. She specified that she owned, I mean, as far as her actual profit from music, excuse me, y'all. Work. Um, 60% of her earnings goes to her record label, 1501. 40% of that goes to her. All of her performances, uh, she owns her masters. Okay. All of her performances, like a check has to be cut to 1501 Entertainment. Like, I don't think she gets directly direct compensation from those contracts. Okay. So that's where she felt like it was unjust because it all actually, if you really think about it, she wasn't seeing a lot of money. But you would think because you're still a beginner, this is why you're not seeing a lot of money. Okay. You're still in the into workers in the beginning of said contract. This is a known fact. Most artists don't really start to see a real payday until their second album. This has been a noted fact. Now, I don't know the motive, but I also do know doing something like this this early in your career also kind of makes you look bad mm. because of the fact of a lot of industry people that from the inside they're saying it's though it's a 360 deal it's not bad for a beginner deal and she also specified that her advance from when she first time was only ten thousand dollars 
Now, they're also specifying that when Megan did sign originally that contract, her and her mother were homeless. Mm. So, they were like basically bouncing around until they figured out where they were going to go. So, I don't know where this is going to lead for Megan, but I don't like where it might take her. Because it's a possibility it could work out in the worst way for her. And if they decide to drop her from the label, where are you going to go? Because a lot of labels are not going to want to deal with that. Hmm. And that's where the real frustration starts. But you know, part of this feels like a move towards getting on Rock Nation as her label anyway. Yeah, this sounds like it. It sounds like she uh, if she leaves 1501, she's going to end up on Rock Nation. Mark my words. So who's the other label that she's on, though? It's a distribution label. Okay. 300. But she, um, everything has been done under them. So, but the only good thing is she walks away with her masters. So, yeah. even, like, every song that she's put out, she has the masters for it. Now, that's one thing in particular. I think they also take a portion of her publishing, too. Okay. So it, it's a bunch of things. Uh, shout out to CNZ that actually ended up getting all the details as to what her actual claim was, because not everybody knew it at first. Mm. But best of luck to Megan. Hopefully, we have another hot girl summer. Okay. Right. You know, just sitting here, ah, you know, all that good stuff all around. So, um, having people drive boats. That's it. Um, I'm gonna instead of do say, I think I'm gonna make y'all drive. Um. I'm trying to think. What can I have y'all drive? Because that'd be something dark. I may have y'all drive the Evan Williams boat. I was literally about to say that. Have y'all had some bourbon Particularly some, uh, some Evan Williams apple. It's my favorite. Mm, or that or some Crown Royal. Come on, Crown. Um, I have to find. We have to find an official Hot Girl Hot Boy summer drink of the year. Mm-hmm. So y'all can be getting lit in backyards. Because mm. um, y'all know most of y'all are jumping on the plane. Um, look, All right. it, like, like, come on, we're gonna try to go, <laughs> but anywho, it's time for us a quick little break. That is all I have for y'all to scroll on. Hopefully, I entertained y'all thoroughly and whatnot. Um, tip me, y'all know where to find my t- my cash. Eat, you know <laughs> tip me, that's it on period, and we will be right back. The fuck. The fat. You know, uh, while we're for the hot cups. First of all, I have a question. Okay. I have a question. You can do it. You can do it. Come on. It's all right. No question. For the people. Come on. Okay. Um, it's it's been hard for me to come forth with this. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh, if I can let it out. You can do it. Come on. Can do Come it. on. Yes, you can do it. What am I trying to say? I don't know. What you are don't you know? trying to say? What? Have you talked to listening letters? <laughs> y'all better send some goddamn listening letters. What is the problem? We know y'all listening. We see your numbers. We know you're out there. Y'all out there somewhere. We know you're out there. So listen. My number's online. Oh, listen. All you gotta do. All you gotta do. All social media platforms. Facebook. IG. Twitter. Yes, and then, then we have an actual email set up. Yes, yes. So, WRYH podcast on all social media platforms. And then, and then, if and you then, want to send an email. Yes, God. Send an email. Send I don't like email. crying to y'all. 
Send me an email. Give me an email. WRYH podcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is WRYH podcast at gmail.com. Listen. What so, is your excuse? I mean, what, what's the problem? You ain't got none. The smartphone is in your hand right now. Y'all got problems. We got answers. So, send in your listener letters, questions, comments, concerns. Let us know how you feel in the show. Maybe it's something you want us to talk about. But you got to send it in. If we don't talk to you, we won't know. That's right. I'm tired of crying. I'm tired. My, yes. My, I'm tired I, of handing him tissue. Y'all stressing me out. You. Just you? Y'all stressing Lonnie out, too. Uh, Clearly, he's crying. Clearly, he's crying. He won't fight with me today. But anyway, yes, yeah. make sure you make that happen. And he can, uh, he can leave. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> he can leave for real, y'all. Oh my god. All right. Shit. We are back. He is back. And it's about that time. It's about that time to jump in this bell. Um, will it be do say? Or Hennessy? No. Hennessy? No. Come on. No, we're not doing no Henny today. <sighs> we're not doing no Henny today. Why not? No. <sighs> Fine. We're going to do some Evan Williams today. Oh, bourbon? All right, I'm sitting down. Yes. I'm cute. Some apple bourbon. Some apple Evan Williams today. Okay. Dry this boat out, y'all. It's time for the thread. Y'all know what it is. You know what it gives. Today. Today's a day. We're going to do a little bit of reflecting. Okay. A little introspective look into our psyche and talk about our toxic traits. People throw this word around a lot these days, and people are really quick to throw it around as it pertains to other people. But mm. today will be the test to take a deeper look inside and turn the mirror on yourself. Well, a lot of us need to do that. Well, a lot of us need to do that. So, well. so my first question, I will kick it off and I'm going to ask, what do you consider toxic traits? Things that are not good um, about yourself that you've noticed. Um, they make you who you are, but unfortunately, it doesn't mean it's also something that's good. Got you. Mm-hmm. I think about toxic traits in the same way, but I also think that there are because toxic is such a, a hot trigger word right now. But I think that there are also traits that are not necessarily bad, um, but they can be defense mechanisms. You know what I'm saying? Like things that we have developed over time. Mm-hmm. That have become a toxic trait because they've either a kept us from something, or kept us from something happening to us, or b just turned into something that we just have a hard time getting rid of. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what do you consider some of your toxic traits? I think I outlined this on Twitter not too long ago. I can be needy. Okay. Cue to Ariana. Mm-hmm. Um, clinging. Okay. I I hate confrontation, so I consider that to be a toxic trait because it'll lead someone to believing I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just don't like arguing. Um I'm also passive aggressive. So it does not work well. 
Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Okay. Now with the clinginess, why do you consider that a toxic trait in yourself? Because a lot of people don't like clingy people. Though it shows general interest in someone or something, mm-hmm. they don't like clingy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh great, I have to act like I don't care. Great. Mm. Now have you explored why you have that trait about yourself? Um, no, I haven't. Yeah. No. Interesting. No. Mm-mm. When did you first notice that you had that trait? When I was younger, like yeah. high school. I realized I was a clingy little bitch. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, my the one thing I can say one of my best traits is my intuition. She never fails me. Mm-hmm. She's a bad bitch. <laughs> Non-committal. Uh huh. Maybe. Now, did you realize that you were clingy in a platonic type of setting, or was it more geared towards romantic relationships? Both. Both? I'm clinging with my friends. So, I'm clinging with my friends, I'm clinging with my man, I'm clinging with my food. Um, <laughs> I think I'm more worse with my man now. Okay. My man, I don't play them games. Alright, what you looking at? It's mine. Fine. So your clinginess almost borders the rims of possession. Mm, I'm gonna say no. Okay. I trust because it's also another thing is I don't trust easily. It mm-hmm. takes a lot for me to trust you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say yeah. That's about it for clinging. Okay. Now the passive aggressiveness. Why do you consider that a toxic trait? Because it's not directly dealing with the situation or the person. Mm-hmm. It's more so you're acting nonchalant like you don't care reality you do. So it's like, if that was the case, why don't you just talk to the person? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you feel like you have a hard time with communication? I know I do. I I can I can communicate myself, communicate how I feel, but if I feel strongly about it, it'll come off like I'm forcing myself to say it, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't let it out, I'm never going to. <coughs> Interesting. Like, I literally will be in the ball, like, down in the ball of tears explaining what I've been trying to say. And it's not in a bad way. It's just I hate feeling like what I might say is not going to come across as serious. Mm. Hmm. Okay. I also play too much, so that's also another thing. Oh, where do you think that comes from? Is that pointed? Is that pointed? I want to know. It is not pointed. I was just gagging that you said that. I, I, you know, I care about people too much. I've come to that realization. I do. Because there's certain people in my life that if I don't make the effort, they won't type situation. Mm-hmm. So... Sometimes you get tired. It's the best way to describe it. Mm-hmm. You know? And if this session comes with a bill, I ain't paying it. Uh, <laughs> ain't that a bitch? Sorry, boo. Oh, my gosh. So, Marlon, now that we've had enough of me. We are down with you, but nice way to divert the conversation off of you. That was a real kid. Mm-hmm. We'll be back. Your question? Marlon. Yeah. It's about that time. What are your toxic traits? Um, One of my largest toxic traits is I come from the school of thought that things understood need not be spoken. Oh, that is very toxic. Um, Which puts me in a position of a crossroads between 
bad communication and passive aggressiveness. Because if I tell you something once, there's a part of me that feels like I shouldn't have to tell you again. Because you should understand that that's my stance on that certain thing. So you, ooh, you have a black parent's perspective on a lot of things. It's really bad. Um, and then also, um, because of that, that leads me into the space of feeling like a lot of things should be common sense with me. You know, like certain stuff. If you know Marlon, if, if Marlon allows you in his face like that, then there's a lot of shit that I feel like you should just know. Right? Mm-hmm. So it gets to a point where if you're doing something that I don't particularly care for, instead of addressing the situation, excuse me, and actually telling you that I don't care for it, my trigger or knee jerk response to it is that you should already know. So then that builds resentment. Have you resented anyone for not fully understanding your school of thought? Yes. Resented lots of people for not understanding what I feel like I've laid it all out. But that also could basically destroy whole bridges built between you and other people. It can, but it hasn't, surprisingly enough. But let's explore. (laughs) So you are willing. Let me just say, hypothetically, this is what the type of information I've been provided here, you know? Mm-hmm. You're willing to cut someone off for not getting something that you did not explain or feel as if you should not have to, per se, explain. Mm-hmm. How is that fair? Um, It's not necessarily fair, but in my defense, it's not something that happens immediately. It takes time for me to get to the point where I cut you off. So you wanna cut me off? You know what you're saying. Uh 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 Diane Carroll, this is not about you. We're talking about me right now. Me, this is me, this is me. What about what about Yeah, me. Anyway, um yeah, so that's one of my toxic traits. Also um, another one of my toxic traits is that I and a lot of us have this issue but there are not enough of us that realize that this is an issue that we have mm-hmm. strength is not defined by how much pain you can take Ooh. I have that really bad I take and 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 I take until I can't take anymore and that's when I'm done which usually occurs in like a blow up of some sort or me like finally deciding to walk away from the situation after I just can't take it anymore but that also in a toxic trait which is hilarious you do realize you just define how you developed anxiety yeah. Mm-hmm. You define because that is exactly majority of us that take things and take things and take things and we just seal the lid on it. Just think that it's fine. Mm-hmm. Shake that bitch up a couple times, 
the minute it no longer can take what you feeling inside of it, that's when your anxiety come out and you just start blurting shit out that you've been feeling for the longest. Yeah, and it's terrible. It's a really bad thing. It's something that I've been working on because it's like you got to be able to just say how you feel mm-hmm. when you feel it. And it's... I mean, you tried to curse me out a couple times. I just ain't let you do it. Uh, excuse the fuck out of you. When did I ever try to curse you out? You always try to disrespect me and cuss oh, me out. Oh, my God. And then I always have to inform you that there's certain things in life that you won't do. <laughs> and this is one of them. Bitch! Anyway! You always try to cuss me out, Marlon. This is a prime I mean, reason. If I, if I tried to curse you out, you'd be cussed out. Look, you, Period. Marlon, what? you know better than to try me. Whatever. Because you know. Whatever. See? That's like, no, I'm not lying. Whatever. Because you already know your place. What, bitch! Any, again, Meryl Street. this is about me right now, not about you. It's always about me. No, whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. What is another one of your toxic traits, smiling? Um. Hmm. I love to a fault. Explain. It's all right. This is a safe space. When I encounter people, and this is both platonic and romantic, if I care about you, I care about you. You know what I mean? And it's not. Do y'all, do y'all hit this bitch every time? Ah, clearly. Ask me about me, and it always go back to him. It's always about me. It is not about you. It's always about me, dear. Anyway, like I was saying, motherfucker. Um, you heard what I said. You don't do it after you say this. Anyway, um, yes. So I begin to care, care about people. Um. Pretty swiftly, and then when I care a lot and I begin to love you as a person, I almost go um, into a self-sacrifice mode where it becomes more about you and not about me. Uh, so people pleasing, essentially, which is something that I've been like deconstructing as of late, and it's hard. Do you feel like there's certain friends in particular that you self that you people please for? The people that I like close to me, because I don't let everybody close to me. There are lots of people that might feel like they're close to me, but they're really not. The people that are really close to me know that they are. <laughs> because those are the people that I end up spending more time with, those are the people that I pour into, like shit like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Yeah, so those that are important know that they're important. You know what I mean? What a way to find out that you resent me. Next question. Oh, bitch! You know what? Y'all, you see what I have to deal with? Do you see the shit that I have to deal with? Uh, Anyway, what are some of the tools that you have developed or learned to attack your toxic traits. Hmm. Restraint. Expound. Meaning, because of who I am. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say it, and it sounds very cliche to say it, but when I love, I love hard, and that's speaking platonic and romantic. So, 
sometimes it called me crazy, but sometimes you have to just put the clinginess, the neediness to the side. Mm-hmm. Because the minute that most people feel like you care too much mm-hmm. is when they start to take advantage. Mm-hmm. And that's normally when I pull back. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not, no. Mm-mm. And it sucks to have to do it, but sometimes it got to be done. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm notorious to pull back. But yeah, mm-mm, not going to do it this weekend. That's fine now. Okay. What about the, uh, you said cleanliness, password recipes? What about that? I guess you could say with that, I developed another bad habit, which is ghosting. Uh, um, so more passive, less aggressive? Uh huh. Because I don't like confrontation. I really despise confrontation. I hate arguments. Like, it's different if I'm playing. Mm-hmm. But when I know it's serious, I'm just like, yeah, I'm not about to just with you today. Like, what? Like, nope, not arguing. Like, you can argue with yourself. You can argue with the wall, but you're not going to argue with me. Because I'm not allowing it to happen. So what is it that you don't like about arguing? I hate feeling like my point isn't getting across. Mm-hmm. It's like I've heard you out on so many occasions and so many instances that I feel like I'm not being heard. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting it. Okay. So it's like, why am I going to consistently repeat myself like no because then I'm yelling and screaming and we're going to be right back at square one for what okay. well, you know in, ar- in arguing and things like that raising your voice doesn't get a point across at all no one can hear that you ain't yelling and screaming at me I will walk- listen I'm sorry I will grab my stuff and I will walk out like nope you can argue with yourself go on home but do you realize that confrontation is necessary no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. We have not argued. Okay. Okay. And, and that leads me to my other point is that confrontation is not always about arguing. You, you know, I don't understand what you got with this topic today. <laughs> but we about to pull this boat back in before we get into an argument while recording. We're not done. You don't like to argue, so you're not going to argue with me over no way. Sweetie, mm. when I'm back in against the wall, I argue. Okay, well, the back in against the wall, I ain't pushing nowhere. I just asked a question. You won't talk to me like that. <laughs> talk to you like what? You won't speak to me rudely. I don't know. That's not rude. Marlon, don't play with me. Statement, fact. Confrontation is necessary. Without confrontation, you are unable to know where to get on and get off with the person that don't you're talking to. Don't you push my hand away. Whatever. Don't you push my hand away. Uh-huh. I'm not done. I'm not done with you. I'm not done with ending this. Confrontation is necessary. No, it's not. Stop lying. Yes, it is. No, it's true. It's not a necessity. Yes, it is. I don't need to argue with you. Everything is not sunshine and rainbows. Yes, it is. No, it is not. It is unrealistic. It's very no, 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 no. Marlon, why won't you let me be great? (laughs) No, it's unrealistic. Why? It is. Because if, if everything is always sunshine and rainbows, then somebody being fake. But but what? I don't You don't you don't have to agree with everything. Our differences is what makes us great. And our differences are more than likely the things that bring us closer to people. We can agree to disagree, respectfully. <laughs> It ain't gotta be no yelling. It ain't gotta be no cussing, fighting, kicks, kicking. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not. My voice is very, very even. 
Ona yalancı. Geçme. Avoiding confrontation only makes more problems. And that shit is real, same. So, challenging you. Whatever. Challenging you. <laughs> <laughs> what is Marlon working on to combat his toxic traits? Mm, talk about it. Um, I'm doing more standing up for self mm-hmm. and what I believe in and not allowing people to run over me in a sense. Because like Again, if I don't speak up and say what's on my mind or say how I feel about a situation, people will never know. So I have to stop sitting in my head because I, I have a bad habit of having conversations with people in my head and not saying anything out loud. So you felt like you need to have conversations with people now? Yes, I do. Ooh, well, that's a cons- that conversation. Look, that's a conversation so, off, off air. Oh, bitch, what? It is bitch go. You heard what I said. I haven't told you about this <laughs> Oh shit. All you ever want to do is disrespect me. Oh gosh. What did I do to you? Do you find that your toxic traits or your vision of toxic traits show up more <laughs> in romance? You are up. I wish y'all could see this fool. He is a mess. Cut it out. Show up in romantic or platonic relationships more. Oh, um, romantic. Because mm-hmm. I really hate arguing. I'm like, why do we have to go through this? This is stupid. Like, uh, but you can't always be happy, Lonnie. Yes, you can. You, know, you, you can be happy all the time. There's going to have to be some conflicts in there somewhere. But it's not fun. No, it's not fun, but it makes you stronger. It makes your bond with that person stronger. Y'all motherfuckers walking around with motherfucking tricks box all the time. It's not realistic. But I like to not argue. I like things to go smooth. Okay. And we're just going to keep that. Okay, so when things get rough, do you run? No. You're lie because you just said you do. I don't. You just said you do. You said if we're going to argue, I'm going to get up and pick, pick my shit up and leave. I mean, you are walking away from confrontation. As you always, as everyone should. I advise everyone. No, no. To walk do away. not take that advice. No, <laughs> no. Walk away from that doesn't solve guys. anything because when you walk away from it, it's still there when you return. No, it's not. Yes. Listen, if we break up, we break up. Also, is that simple? Mm-hmm. So you just ain't never gonna be happy. I'm never gonna argue. No, you ain't never gonna be happy. I'm never gonna argue. No, bitch, you ain't never gonna be happy. I'm never mm-hmm. going to argue. No, you're never gonna be happy. You're not gonna have what you want for real. Not with that mindset. Every time you argue, you're gonna walk away, and if we break up, we break up. It is, listen. So you feel as if, I want you to hear me out on this one. Okay, I'm listening. You feel as if, Arguing with said spouse mm-hmm. is healthy. Yes. No sign. Yes, it is. No sign. Yes, it is. No sign. And your ideology of arguing is not the arguing I'm talking about. And what is your ideology of arguing? The, the arguing is a conversation. It's not about yelling and screaming. 
It's about sitting down with your loved one and having a conversation about the topic that's on the table and getting an understanding between the two so that you can move to a happy medium so that you can move forward. That's an argument. But we shouldn't have to do that. We naturally should be on the same page. Wow. So would you like to just date yourself? Because that's the only way you're going to get that. And even then, that's not going to be right. This is what I mean by saying that your tone is pretty pointed. No, bitch. Can I have my bowl? You pointed? No. Can I have my bowl? Uh-uh. Why are you not allowing me? <laughs> no. But you can say your fistful of tears for yourself. No. Get out of here. Nuh-uh. No. Am I wrong? I'm going to try to really answer this. Am I wrong for not wanting to argue with people? It's not a matter of right or wrong. Mm-mm. In this case, it is. Am I wrong for not wanting to argue with people? Well, in that case, y'all are. Yeah. We don't argue. We don't argue. <laughs> you so full of shit. When do we argue? Because you are. We playfully argue. We do. I. Because you always try my life, and then you try to act like you're not trying my life, and then you turn around <laughs> and act like I'm trying to disrespect you. When you disrespecting me first, you always start to shit, and you refuse to acknowledge the fact that you start to shit. <laughs> uh, right. Uh huh. The lady doth protest entirely too much. Cut it out, Marlon. When <laughs> when have I not shown you the love and respect that you deserve? Granted. You do show me that, but that has nothing to do with the price of tea in China, coffee beans in Rwanda, or cheese in Switzerland. You still do what you do. But here's the thing about it. We're on t- oh, oh my God! What did we just do? What did I just do? Put up to make the assumption about me on Instagram, and what did you say? <laughs> what, uh, right, exactly. Trolling me. Exactly. And you do it on purpose. Always starting shit, and then you want to backpedal, throwing a motherfucking rock, and then hide in your hand. Get the shit out of here. Uh, no, why, see, this is shit why, I'm talking about. Why, why, why are you being no. like this? Being like what? Truthful, honest, real. Oh, see, oh, look at you. Cut it. Now you're defensive. Oh, Cut why? It. Why are you defensive? Oh, or if you want to strike me, see, this is the shit I'm talking about. Unhealthy behaviors. This is very. I don't know. This is very healthy. Mm. This is very healthy. <laughs> Whatever. My zen is happy. Mm. And that's just that on that. Confrontation is necessary. I beg to differ. Confrontation is. You know what? <sighs> Ask. W-R-Y-H podcast at gmail.com I need y'all to email us and let us know if you are Team Marlon or Team Lonnie on the topic that confrontation is necessary in every relationship. Chime in. Let us know what's going on. As a matter of fact, we need to put up a poll on IG and El Twitter so we can see what y'all think about the situation because this one over here. What about what if clearly is living that lucky charms life? Bitch, <laughs> you don't she you wants it all to be beautiful all the time. And it's just not the way that it works. It's not how this works. Yes, it's not it how is. any of this yes, works. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. No. Marlon. So you got that happily ever after syndrome. We're gonna break you with that shit, because no. What do you mean happily just, ever after syndrome? Just what I said. Uh-uh. Happily ever uh-uh. after syndrome is this. 
Uh-huh. There are the people that believe in uh-huh. the fairy tale, uh-huh. where you get with somebody and you're happy and everything's great. You might have a little rocky road or something in the middle, but then you come back and everything's fine and get married and you ride off into the sunset and live happily ever after roll credits and then we're done. What you don't realize is that after the credits have done rolling, you finally get to get with each other, maybe you live with each other. First time that motherfucker leave his socks in the middle of the floor, you really slit his throat. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Exactly. No. Right. That's Whatever. not accurate. Mm, um, right. But you don't want to talk about it because you want everything to be happy and jovial and nice and tossed with glitter and confetti. It's not how this works. It's not how any of this works. You have to have a conversation. You have to learn each other. I did learn him. Uh-huh. Not with your mindset. Said it. Did. Fix your face. Pick up your jaw. Marlon's about to be on the unemployment line. <laughs> Never that. So mm. apply within whatever. Because if I get if someone tries to come to me one more again in this episode, do y'all see how his toxic trait just showed up again? What did he say before? When the argument shows up, what does he do? Pick up his shit and leave. You see how he was quick to try to fire me. Because of a difference of opinion. Mm. But you've been fired, dear. Oh, well. Because I don't believe you would do such things to me. What? See, here we go. Here we go. I always knew it would be in be your own. <laughs> Whatever. Because all you ever want to do is just argue. I do not. Yes, you do. No, all you ever want to do is argue because you start the shit. I For somebody that don't do. like confrontation, you always start the shit. I do not. You do. I am very well voiced. Mm. This is my inside voice. I mm. talk like this all the time. Oh. And here this bitch goes. Oh. And now <sighs> here we are. And I'm just made out to be a bitch again. Oh, you're made out to be a bitch or you're being a bitch? Made out to be a bitch. You should own it. I should what? You should own it. I, I'm not. No, see. I won't be doing any of that. Fucking up. I won't be doing an ounce of it. Fucking up. I told you about disrespecting me. <laughs> I told you about it. Mm. Are you done? At any rate, ask WRYH podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you feel like confrontation is necessary. And also, let us know what your toxic traits are. I would love to hear from you guys. I want Marlon to put this poll up on his profile because I want justice. I most definitely will. As a matter of fact, it's going to go up today. Who are you getting loud with? First of all, I wasn't even talking to you. <laughs> I wasn't even talking to you. Oh, it's striking me. Y'all so, he is abusive. <laughs> He's abusive. Y'all heard it. You heard the smacks. Abusive. What smacks are you talking about, Marlon? Oh, what? A, I, anyway. It, what? And then this is going to try to edit them out. <laughs> Terrible person. <laughs> Pulling this boat in, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Who Raised You Hoes. <laughs> I am Marlon. That did not get his mental health tip for the week. Oh, shit. Mm. Confrontation is necessary. Oh, God. Without confrontation, we are walking around in a disguise and not being ourselves with people. Mm.
Do you want to talk about that lie? Oh, um, you gonna discredit me in the middle of my mental health tip? Rude. You see how pointed your tone is? Go right, go right ahead. You see how pointed your tone is right mm, now? Pointed because you pointed it right at me. Rude. Rude. My mental health tip is as follows. People have a lot of issues in the world, but none of them have anything to do with you. Thank you guys so much. Oh my gosh. For listening to today's episode. Uh-huh. But no, seriously. Um, and the, I, I have a simple one this week. In the honorary words of the legendary, iconic RuPaul, if you don't love yourself, how the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in? Amen. On that note, thank you guys for listening. Thanks, y'all. Um, this is another week, another installment. Um, send those questions. Okay. Ask WRYH podcast at gmail.com. We may just read it aloud. That's right. Um, on the show, we wanna hear y'all mess because we don't like our own. <laughs> um <coughs> And I think that's all that I had this week. That's it. Um, I will be filing a lawsuit for defamation of character. <laughs> Whatever. It will never hold up in the um, court of law. Thank you so much. I have audio recording. Oh, we do. Um, which is why it will never hold up in a court of law. You know, you see how pointed your tone is right mm-hmm. now, I mean? Yeah, it is pointed right now. Okay. Mm. Watch your mouth. Mm. Don't get slapped. Mm. Don't get slapped. Mm. You would hate that for that to happen. Threats? No, guarantees. Threat. Oh, oh, and then you double down on it. Yeah, that's right. Audio. That's right. Mm. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys <laughs> next week. Bye. Peace out.